At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your daily podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team, the Charlotte Hornets. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us once again. Game day edition, Hornets getting set to take on the Chicago Bulls back at the Hive tonight, kicking off a five-game homestand over the course of which the Hornets hope to be able to clinch a play-in spot and perhaps a play-in spot in the 7-8 game. That would be even more impactful, certainly, for the Hornets' playoff chances. So we'll talk about this game and as it kicks off that homestand. Also going to talk about the team shop. Got our special guest lined up. He had a great experience at the team shop recently. Want to give you the inside scoop from an outsider's perspective. And finally, we're going to talk about the latest rookie ladder. (sighs) I can finally exhale because... There's at least a little bit more right in the world, although LaMelo Ball not in the number one position. To help me talk about all these things, you can see him nightly on Fox 46 right here in the Queen City. Josh Sims, sports anchor for Fox 46 here in Charlotte, back with us on the Hornets Hivecast. How are you, Josh? I'm doing good, man. Always great to jump on with you and uh, talk a little Hornets. We love doing it with you. Let's start with LaMelo Ball. Virtuoso performance in Detroit very short-handed Hornets team, very adverse situation, and he came through with flying colors, really leading that team down the stretch, making clutch plays. That game, I thought at the end, just take the fourth quarter, send it to every person who has a vote for Rookie of the Year, and let them watch it and tell me that LaMelo Ball is not Rookie of the Year. That's how I felt afterwards, but it's much more than just a one-game award. Referenced it before, the rookie ladder right now has Anthony Edwards of Minnesota still at number one, but LaMelo Ball, he's no longer in the ridiculous situation of being fifth or sixth, which just makes me angry just thinking of how wrong they did LaMelo, but he's up to number two. How do you feel about that positioning? Where do you think he should be? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously think he's number one. You know, the knock is going to be because he missed about 20. I think it was 21 games with that injury. And it's kind of the same thing with the MVP. If you miss that percentage or that number of games, then you fall out of contention. When I think it's clear as day to anybody who watches him play that he is far and away the best rookie this season. I mean, you could just turn on one game and see his understanding and his control and his ability out there on the court it means he's leaps and bounds ahead of the other rookies that are playing and that's not to take anything away from Edwards that is to give the credit to just how good Lamelo is as a rookie you know and, and unfortunately I think regardless of what happens in these last seven games of the season I think when it comes down to the voters they're just going to look at the games he missed and use that as the knock to give Edwards you know the rookie of the year just because Edwards has kind of had a, a nice second half of the year but if it were up to the eye test I think we all understand that Lamelo is far and away the best rookie Lamelo's is going to be the guy that's going to say all the things he doesn't care about the awards he cares about winning and, and this and that and I, I honestly don't think it's going to bother him deep down inside just because of the nature of covering this this kid for for the entire season you know he, those things don't seem to bother him us from the outside, whether it's the media of the fans, that is going to bother us because we see just how good Lamelo Ball is. And, I mean, he's a highlight reel every night, and it's not for dunks and these, you know, high-flying plays. It's because of his passing ability and his, you know, heads-up plays that he's making when he deals the inbounds pass and saves it before he goes out the other night. And just those type of things that are all team plays and winning plays that make him so special. So we hate to see it, but, you know, I, I just don't think because of the games he missed he's going to get it, even though I think he's far and away the best rookie. I agree with you, him being the best rookie. I think the games missed will have an impact, but maybe not in the exact same way. I think, you know, LaMelo is going to hit, you know, whatever made-up threshold most voters had of games played or percentage of games played to, quote-unquote, qualify for the award. But I do think the games missed are going to hurt him in the sense that he was really starting to take off. Uh, and, and, you know, not just as a starter, but as a scorer, his scoring averages were just skyrocketing when he was hurt. And so much of the time, Rookie of the Year is kind of a one stat type of award. It's who who scored the most, who is averaging the most points per game. More often than not, that's the rookie who wins it. And LaMelo was trending upwards in terms of points per game. And because he hit that pause and then it took him a game or two to really get back into his scoring rhythm upon his return, he lost a lot of time and opportunity to make up the gap that exists between him and Anthony Edwards. And, you know, the, the argument I know fans would make is, well, what about him as a starter? Because as a starter, he averaged a lot more points than as a reserve, and that's correct. But even as a starter, there's a gap. As a starter, LaMelo Ball averaged 19 points per game. Anthony Edwards averaged 20 and a half points per game. Their shooting efficiencies are wildly different. LaMelo is by far the more efficient player, by far the more impactful on winning, by far the better player, period of end of sentence. But unfortunately, I don't know that voters for this award really take into account impact on winning. I think they look at it from a which rookie scored the most. And to a certain extent, I think they should because, 
rookie of the year. Like LeBron didn't go to the Cavs and immediately they were in the conference finals. Number one picks, number two picks, number three picks tend to go to bad teams. So it's rare for someone like LaMelo to do this. I don't think you should hinder every rookie for the end of time. I think it's a factor for LaMelo. I'm just trying to be objective here and project what I think voters will do. And as much as I think LaMelo Ball is deserving, I don't think the voters are going to just shy away from Anthony Edwards, even though the eyeball test tells you you should. Yeah, and I think the other knock with it is, you know, the Hornets weren't on national TV a lot for the first half of the season. A lot of their national television games came in the second half of the season, and they came, unfortunately, when LaMelo was out. Those were prime opportunities kind of for the other, you know, voters to actually see what LaMelo could do in a game. Like I mentioned before, I mean, if you just go on Instagram, I mean, House of Highlights is basically dedicated to LaMelo Ball every night that he plays, at least, like his highlights are on there. I don't know how many of his voters are on there, and that's why I speak to the national television product of being able to see him in that light because like you mentioned if you look at the box scores and you look at the stats you might look at you know Edwards numbers and his scoring as a starter and, and lean that way whereas if LaMelo got the chance just to play on national television more and maybe he'll have a shot down I know there's a couple to be determined games that might end up on TV maybe that Washington one or New York one that people see nationally but you know I think that also in a sense could hurt him where we know what he's doing but like we need to see him in those primetime games on a Saturday night or a Sunday afternoon. You know, I think that would definitely help. Certainly could. And, you know, in that regard, you know, while LaMelo has dominated highlight shows, Anthony Edwards has had highlights too. And I think, you know, it might end up being a net negative, to be honest, on LaMelo, some of these highlights, because to appreciate LaMelo's impact on a game, you need to watch the entire game. It's not just the assists, the ridiculous one-in-a-million pass that he makes. It's everything he does in the game versus Anthony Edwards. You know, you can find that one-in-a-million moment, but he's so much less of an efficient player. I mean, here's their field goal percentages, okay? So let's just do as a starter, okay? We'll take overall out of the equation. Just say as a starter. LaMelo shoots almost 46% from the field on roughly 15 attempts a game. Edwards is 41% from the field on about 18 attempts. From three, Edwards is 32% on seven attempts a game. LaMelo is 42% on six attempts a game. It's not close. But if you're only watching highlights, well, Edwards, you know, jumped over a player and dunked, and LaMelo threw a crazy baseball play. Those must be the same. Let's just look at points per game. I really hope voters watch full games, watch these teams down the stretch, and see what LaMelo does because – I'm not saying he doesn't have a chance, but if they just look off points per game like a lot of the previous races have been about, I fear the incorrect decision will be made. The good thing about it, and maybe it's not, maybe I'm thinking too much into it, but because the Hornets are in the playoff race and, you know, Minnesota's kind of out of it, maybe more people will be focused on the Hornets and and they'll have a chance to see LaMelo because that's a great point about it, you know, seeing a full game of LaMelo and seeing, you know, just how much he impacts a game. So, so hopefully with these meaningful games down the stretch, people have uh, a better chance to tune in and, and be like, Oh, I need to watch this because I need to see what they do against, you know, when they play the Clippers, they play Denver, they play Washington and New York down the stretch uh, in those final two games. People will hopefully watch those games in full and see just, you know, what LaMelo does 
outside of just those, you know, highlights you see on, you know, House of Highlights or, or wherever on, on social media. And, and hopefully to that effect, they'll watch the whole game and, and see the effect he has. And also see the Hornets, man. We're trying to get a lot of people out here to jump on board with this Hornets team because they can be so exciting when healthy. And that has been the problem. They, they just can't stay healthy. But, I mean, shout out to James Borrego for what he's done this season, just keeping this team afloat with just the constant change in this lineup, whether it's Ball out or Gordon out or Devontae out or whoever, man. It's just incredible. And, and to see the progression of a guy like Lamelo and the Martin Twins and Jalen McDaniels, I mean, all of that, you know, like we, we always want to give a lot of credit to Lamelo for what he's doing. But JB, man, what he's done this year has been pretty special. Here, here. When we do our awards podcast, we'll have you on so we can do the rookie of the year and the coach of the year there together. But coming up next, you know, one thing that we have seen around town is a lot of teal, a lot of mint green, a lot of Hornets gear. And Josh got the inside scoop on a place that is a great spot, if not the best spot, to get your Hornets gear. The team shop will talk about his experience and uh, his experience getting some Jordans as well next here on the Hornets Ivecast. Hornets fans, the buzz is building. For season ticket packages for the 2021-2022 season, call 704-HORNETS or visit hornets.com to chat live with a season ticket representative. Lock in your price today. Josh Sims, sports anchor at Fox 46 here in the Queen City here with us. You can follow him on Twitter at JoshFox46. Josh, you recently did a piece for the uh, Nightly News on a team shop experience. They gave you the really difficult assignment of having to go shopping at the Spectrum Center at the team store. You were focused on the Jordans, but I saw you eyeing a couple of jerseys and shirts and hats along the way. The team shop has had restricted hours due to the COVID crisis, and you know it certainly has uh, changed a lot of the way a lot of businesses have had to operate But even with restricted hours, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., Thursdays through Saturdays and game days as well, from what I'm hearing, they're having a a banner year in terms of sales. What was your experience going through the team store and what items in particular caught your eye? Yeah, I mean, it's just special, man. I mean, first of all, to have a team store with Jordan products because, you know, Michael Jordan is the owner of the team just gives you an added advantage from other teams in the league, not to mention the Hornets have some of the best gear, best color schemes in the NBA. And that's why I get so excited about the team being good because I think on a national level, once the team has that type of recognition, the amount of gear is going to fly off the shelves for the people at the team store. I mean, it's funny because, you know, I was talking with them and they mentioned draft night and how, you know, you know, they, uh, in advance, they didn't know who was going to be drafted. We all heard speculation it was going to be LaMelo Ball. But, you know, the minute LaMelo Ball got drafted, you know, they make a lot of those jerseys in the back. And, you know, they were running out because everyone wanted LaMelo Ball jerseys. Like, this dude is so popular that they were, you know, running out of number twos just to put on jerseys to be able to sell because his gear is flying off. And that just speaks to, you know, how popular he is, but how popular the gear is. So, I mean, I was in there walking around and, you know, like, I love Jordan. I made clear in the piece to say I'm not a sneakerhead because I know there are people who dedicate themselves to being sneakerhead. And I love Jordans and I have a number of pair of Jordans at home that I've purchased, but I am far and away not the guy when it comes to, you know, speaking on the in-depth details of when this Jordan came out and 
what makes this one and sets it apart from this one. But, I mean, they've got some exclusive Jordans in there. They've got some awesome Jordans in there and ones, you know, people can purchase, you know, like right there in the fan store. You mentioned the limited hours they have right now. But, you know, if you're going to a game, if you're a season ticket holder, you have an added advantage of getting gear and getting those shoes. But, you know, in those limited hours or on a game day, you can go in there and, and you could get the gear, get the jerseys, get the shoes. I had the privilege of being able to try on a couple of pairs and I, I got to try on the Raging Bulls, the fives, which were, you know, one of the ones people love especially because they've got like the bulls red from when jordan played you know like a lot of people love those i got to try on the 35s which are the new ones that came out this season and a lot of fans will know those because Devonte graham wears those you know cody zeller wears those so you'll see them on their feet but a number of you know jordan brand athletes around the league wear from you know uh you know luka Doncic wears those kemba walker wears those so a lot of your favorite you know players are wearing the 35s this year and then i got to try on the ma2s which are more of a, a, a practical everyday shoe so if you want something to just relax in and you don't want necessarily like a basketball shoe this is more of you know it reminds you of air maxes and you can kind of wear these around with your you know regular almost business casual you can put on a pair of khakis and wear those if you want so so those were some some awesome shoes that you can get at the store but they also got the ones and so many people love the jordan ones those are there and, and basically almost any jordan you could think of they have and oh they have you know like i know i'm talking a lot but they just that that's just the tip of the iceberg because they got jerseys they got shirts they got throwbacks if you want a larry johnson or a mugsy bogues or alonzo morning jersey they have that type of stuff they have stuff for youth they have stuff for women they have hats they have anything you could think of bobbleheads anything in that store so it's it's an awesome experience and i encourage anyone who's a diet hard Hornets fan or even if you want just jump on the bandwagon go out there and get some gear it's awesome I'll let you in on my past when I was in high school I worked at a sports apparel store and my paycheck never left the building they might as well have paid me uh you this week you made uh, two hats and one jersey because that's basically what everything got converted into I was just employee discount please and that's all I need and it's getting close like I actually like weekends where I'm so busy with games that I can't get into the team store, or at least my, you know, my family likes it better because the paycheck actually makes it home that way. But they really do. They've got everything. Like you, I am not necessarily a sneakerhead. No one's going to look to me for style choices, but I do like to have a lot of different shoes. I got some slides there, my Jordan brand slides from the team store. And they've got polos, they've got Hornets gear, Jordan brand gear. It's really great. And the City Edition minted stuff is just flown off the shelves. I think there are some, like, youth jerseys left and some of the sweatshirts, and that was, like, it. You know, they can't keep some of the stuff on the shelves, but definitely go out there, check it out. There's just something special about going into a team shop and seeing everything that is available. You know, there's something for everyone in there. Yeah, there definitely is. And, you know, like guilty as charged when you talk about, you know, when you had your job and you would walk out and put that paycheck towards the stuff in there. You know, I, I did the story and then afterwards I was like, all right, I can't not get something. So I was looking around and, you know, I, I saw a throwback Hornets tee that I wanted to get with kind of the old school logo on that. So I got that and I was like, well, if I get myself something, I have to get my wife something. So luckily, like I mentioned before, they have, you know, a whole women's section. So I got her tee and then I decided, you know, I can't walk out of here without Jordan. So I ended up getting the Raging Bulls. So I got the five. So, uh, you know, like, yeah, I, that's why it's dangerous. Cause I think if I keep going in there, I'm going to keep buying stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I, 
like you, I, I couldn't leave there without getting some apparel and getting some J's. So, and it's funny because I walked in, I had the 11s on. And when I got the 11s, I said, you know, this is the last time. It's it. You know, I can't keep buying Jordans. You know, they're, they're not the cheapest thing in the world. And I can't keep explaining this to my wife, keep paying this much for shoes. And here I am uh, a couple months later, I got another pair of Jordans. So I don't think it ends. I think the more I buy them, the more I'm going to want more. So I thought it'd go the other way. But um, I think I'm just going to keep going. But, uh, you know, like, it's funny because, like, I, I mentioned the 11s are my favorite. And they have the ones at the store. So now I'm looking at the ones and you're like, no, I kind of like the ones a lot. So now that I have the 11s and the fives and I also have the 12s, now I'm going to have to go back and get the ones. So you see my problem having here, Sam. I'm just rationalizing in my head, wanting all these Jordans and having to go back and keep buying more. Well, I'll tell you, my next off day is Saturday. So how about you and I meet at the team store sometime between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m.? We'll, we'll help each other out picking out our Jordans, all right? There it is. I'm all in. We're in. Well, between now and then, there are a couple of games. Big one tonight. Hornets, a potential, potential clinch date tonight against the Chicago Bulls. We'll break down the matchup after this here on the Hornets Ivecast. Hornets fans, be sure to download the Hornets app on your mobile device. The Hornets app is your access to all new features and exclusive content, including the new game day experience for every game this season. Sam Farber and Josh Sims from Fox 46 here in the Queen City here with you on today's edition of the HHC. Josh, it is a game day edition. Hornets taking on the Chicago Bulls and the Hornets magic number entering today is two. What does that mean? It means if the Hornets win, and Toronto loses their game today, the Hornets will have clinched at minimum a play-in position. They will be playing postseason basketball for the first time in five years. So could be a big day today for the Hornets. However, it's still a very motivated Bulls team. Their tragic number has not yet been achieved. They are still eligible to make the postseason. And while they have lost four in a row, those losses are two. Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Atlanta, and the New York Knicks, about as close to a murderer's row as you can get right now in the Eastern Conference. And Zach Levine hasn't played in any of those games, and he's supposed to play tonight. So give me your preview of Hornets-Bulls tonight at Spectrum Center. I cannot help but thinking when you mentioned Zach Levine coming back and what happened, was it last year or two years ago? I can't, with 2020, I can't keep track of when things happen but he scored like i don't know like six points in a matter of like 30 seconds or something like that to sink the hornets and that's just embedded in my skull because i remember him scoring and then hornets turned the ball over and he got the steal and ran back to the three-point line and hit the three and the hornets lost i know it's been a little time since that happened but when you mention zach levine that's what i think of because that dude is an absolute stud he was an all-star this year great player and you know the bulls have some great players for a team that's been struggling i don't think they've been able able to kind of figure out meshing you know Vucevic who they got the trade deadline in with kind of a guy like Laurie Markinen who seems kind of lost along with their their backcourt you know they, they you know Kobe White and Zach Levine has been out so their team is trying to find themselves and I think you know kind of having Levine out and having some injuries has really hurt what they were because earlier in the season they were in the playoff picture and now they find themselves on the outside kind of looking in obviously a team the Hornets can't take lightly but I don't think the Hornets are in a situation that are taking anybody lightly because you know they're kind of battling to not only clinch but you know to get some momentum because you know even if they are able 
able to clinch. You know, they're still waiting to get guys back. You know, Devontae's been banged up and didn't play the other game. Gordon, you know, the other day, JB didn't have an update on Gordon. And it's one of those things where it's it's taking a little longer than we thought. You're just missing guys and guys are having to step up. But you're asking a lot of guys like the Martin Twins. You're asking a lot of Jalen McDaniels. And sure, these guys have been able to produce. But the difficult thing in the NBA that separates the stars from just starters and and the stars from bench players is doing it on a consistent basis. Those stars like you're, you know, and I'll even say a guy like Terry Rozier and hopefully LaMelo Ball, if he keeps progressing, those are the guys that do it each and every night, no matter the stakes. And the difference between them and other guys is you want to see a guy like Jalen McDaniels be able to do it consistently. But I think that's asking a lot of him at this point in his career, but you're going to need him tonight. You know, you're going to need him to have another big game. Caleb Martin to, to have another big game you know you kind of need that and for them to be able to get a win over a Bulls team that you can't take lightly especially with Levine coming back yeah it's going to be a very big challenge here Bulls are 2-0 and against the Hornets this season it's also significant because first year of the play-in tournament but being seventh or eighth is a huge advantage over being ninth or 10th. And I think that is one of the good parts of the design. And I understand some of the complaints. We've heard some of the Hornets complain, or not complain, but register that uh, if it were their choice, this is not the route that they would have gone in. I think that's the best way to describe it. It's not complaints. It's, I don't know if they love the idea of a play-in tournament, but there is a huge edge to being seventh and eighth in that you only have to win one out of two versus ninth or 10th. You've got to win two in a row. So it is imperative that the Hornets, if they can, stay in that 7-8 spot. They do hold a lead in the loss column over Indiana for it, and the Pacers aren't playing their best basketball right now either. So I don't think this is a must-win tonight, but this is a it would be really, really nice to-win type of contest. It almost is in a sense that if you look at their schedule down the stretch, getting the win against the Pistons was necessary. Getting the win tonight, I think, against the Bulls is necessary. And then even Orlando tomorrow is necessary because come next week, I mean, that stretch, they have Denver, they have the Clippers, they have the Knicks, and they have Washington. All teams that are playing very well right now or in the playoffs. So they need to rack up these wins as much as they can before they hit that kind of tough stretch. Because even if they drop some of those, at least they've built up enough to clinch and get in. Because I'd hate to get to have them in a situation where they lose or drop a game they shouldn't. And then they're having to, you know, somehow take down a team with what's going to be the MVP in Jokic or with that Clippers team that we saw what the Clippers did to them earlier this season. So, like you say, not saying it's a must win, but it's kind of a got to have it without saying it's a must win, you know, tonight and tomorrow just by looking at the schedule down the stretch. I mean, the more you watch the NBA and you really look at these rosters, you realize there's very few easy quote-unquote easy games the Pistons was supposed to be an easy game that became a nail brighter I know it's a lot more because of injuries but teams not that much healthier today than they were two days ago so the injuries are still there I would agree with you that Orlando is a must win that team is reeling right now there's no question that has to be a win but I mean you look at the other games the Bulls with Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine that's hard to say oh this is definitely a win in the back they've already lost to him twice similarly with New Orleans New Orleans doesn't have as much to play for they might be hanging by a thread to their potential play-in opportunities but that's Lonzo Ball and Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram on the other side I mean just because the teams are not in a playoff or play-in position does not mean that they are all without talent that is a great point because that is a talented New Orleans team looking ahead. This is a talented Hornets team. It's just beat up, but 
we can take solace in the fact that they played well against the Pistons. And like you said, it was a nail biter, but they won that game. And JB spoke the other day on their off day, just about the fact of learning, you know, kind of how to win in these late game situations with this lineup, how important that is for the guys that, you know, haven't played as much this season. And you're hoping those were lessons for them. So if they find themselves in a situation tonight where they have the lead, but the bulls are clawing back into it, you hope that they learn something the other night and guys like, Lamelo and, and Jalen and the other guys that haven't played as much are guys like Cody and Biz who are in and out of the lineup in a way to figure out a way to close out this game and get the win so they can continue on trucking. But like you mentioned, you know, no easy wins in this league. That's case in point with the Bulls, who you mentioned that they've lost already twice to a Bulls team that is scrappy and a Bulls team that's going to be tough to defend, especially inside with Vucevic, who's a walking double-double. They're going to have to throw bodies at him with Biz and Cody and try and neutralize him, and maybe he's even one of those guys where he gets his numbers and you just have to make sure you don't let those outer guys, those guys that aren't Levine and Vuce, don't let those guys beat you. It's certainly going to be, I think, another tough game, probably another nail-biter, but as long as they can figure out how to execute down the stretch get stops when they need it and guys like terry and lamello can carry them you hope it's a win clutch time is still terry time that is one thing that is not in doubt hornets a big one tonight against the chicago bulls seven o'clock tip time catch all the action on sports radio fnz i'll have the call starting at seven and the pregame show begins at six and we encourage you to watch josh sims on charlotte sports live and on your nightly news on fox 46 right here in the queen city Josh, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Hornets Hivecast. Always great to talk to you. And I'll see you Saturday at Spectrum Center. We'll go get some Jays. We'll get all of them, all right. (laughs) And we hope to see all of you shopping at the Spectrum Center as well. Thanks again for tuning in to this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Join us tomorrow. We'll have our post-game wrap-up of tonight's game against the Bulls, as well as our preview of tomorrow's game against Orlando. We'll have a double dip, if you will, edition of the HHC. Till then, for everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us on the Hornets Hivecast and in the words of LaMelo Ball. Thank you. Have a good day. Wear your mask. Thanks for listening to the Hornets Hivecast. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.